0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening, welcome to the pugilistic linguistic show. I am your host, Michael Foster, the voice of reason in an unreasonable world. Tonight's topic. Well, initially I was going to do something on the Cubs. I'll actually do that tomorrow night. Uh, that is called the unthinkable. Tonight's topic, I'm going to switch it up a little bit, and I'm going to talk about the significance of significant. That phrase has been bumping around in my head since week. You know, with the passing of a couple of good friends on Tuesday and then the subsequent viewing or reactions of people in their lives and all the ancillary things that go on, the, the phrase, the significance of significant, has been bouncing around in my head. And today I decided I was going to flesh it out some. So this might be a one or two part topic. all depends on what I can get through today. We live in a disposable society. Uh, Everything that makes up what America 2016 represents is disposable. There's not much long lasting in today's Society. Our celebrity is disposable. Our music is disposable. Even the way we interact with each other is disposable. Don't believe me, men? For example, there is a significant section of the population today that still watch I Love Lucy, let's say a show that was on TV 60 years ago still has a dwindling but robust fan base. I'll catch it. You know, I might be in the mood when I'm returning the channels and I see it and I'll watch it. You know, people still watch All in the Family or The Jeffersons or Good Time, shows that are at least 40 years old from a bygone era. Look at the shows that we watch today. Ain't nobody watching Survivor in 2045. Ain't nobody watching, you know, uh, Two Broke Girls in 2050. Ain't nobody watching that. A disposable society. I still listen to Led Zeppelin from 1972. I still listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire from 1975. I still listen to James Brown from 1968. Ain't nobody listening to the chain smokers in 2060. It ain't going to happen. A disposable society. So the question becomes, how do you craft a lasting relationship in a disposable society? Now, let me give you my disclaimer before we even get started. I am not going to sit out here and put myself in front of you like some Steve Harvey type, think like a man, I got it all figured out type dude. Because I don't. There are things that I have made mistakes on. There are things that I've done that I ain't proud of. There are things that I do to this day that have me fall short of probably where I want to be. That's a part of being human. But conversely, there are a lot of things I've seen that help me get to possibly where I want to be in the future. There are certain things that I've done and I've seen that I've found that don't work too well or that are contradictory to where I'm trying to be. And feel that I want to share that with someone else because it might help you along your way. So, no, by no means do I have this all figured out. So, this is not where I'm going with it. But how do you create a lasting relationship in a disposable society? That's the question I'm going to wrestle with today. The significance of significant. What do I mean by that? I mean that everyone that is in a relationship of substance, meaning one beyond you call up at three o'clock in the morning or she calls you up at three o'clock in the morning or whatever. Anybody in a relationship of substance refers to their counterpart as their significant other. I've said that phrase for the better part of 30 years, significant other. And it wasn't until the events of this past week where the actual phrase hit me. I listened to the phrase that I've been speaking on for 30 years. In a disposable society, nothing takes significance. In the 50s and the 60s, when you went to sock hops and you went, you know, hot riding or whatever, you know, there was a term called going steady. That was an understanding between two people that we are exclusive to each other. We are going steady. And that was an understanding between two people, he would give her his ring. He would give her a chain, whatever it ultimately was, as the 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 uh, symbol of that relationship. Something was given, and it was a daddy. As we morph morphed past tense into everything is fleeting, there will Daddy does not significance. See, to my ear and my mind, the term significant other implies that your other takes precedence over everything else short of God, and maybe your mom and your daddy, even though it says forsaking all the others, but that's neither here nor there. Other than God, parents, whatever. Your other takes significance for everybody else. It hits because I have seen far too where they hold nothing. The, which means it's easy to dispose Of that person Because they hold no significance Disposable society Rearing its ugly head again So how do you create Lasting, disposable society To my mind, to my sight, to my ears, get the answers, but this goes in order to begin to establish a significance to your other, that other needs to feel valued. This is how you begin to create lasting relationships in a disposable society is valuing the other person. Now, everybody has their own definition of value. You know, I may need to hear you tell me that you love me every other minute, whereas somebody else just may need for you to show it to them. And this third person may not need. Everybody has their own definition of feeling valued. But whatever you do, you must show value. And I'm going to start to, to equate what I say with my life. I don't assign value easily. That's a product of me seeing a lot of things growing up. I don't easily assign value to someone. I don't easily show someone that they're valuable to me. And that's my flaw. Everybody got one. I far too often am wary, which gets in the way. But the thing about it is, both people in the relationship must assign a value to the person. And when I say a value, I don't mean they're they're the uh, sugar daddy or they give you this. When I say assign a value to them, I mean uh, put them in a pecking order in your life and let them know where they fit. Because I'll tell you, a relationship is destroyed faster by someone not knowing their worth to you before anything else. If you don't tell someone their worth to you, in their mind, they're worth less. And that opens a whole new set of issues. So the first thing I think you must do is assign a value and let them know their place in your life. Let them know they're valuable to you. second thing I think you need to do to begin to create a lasting relationship in a disposable society. Everyone out of your relationship. Women, you got some bitter girlfriends. You know it. I know it. They know it. You need to keep your bitter girlfriends out of your relationship. Misery does love company. You got a miserable girlfriend and she sees you happy. The average one, I'm not saying all of them, but the average one is going to try to bring you to her level. There is a term that's used biblically was a biblical term that's actually uh, assigned to this conversation. And the term is called equally yoked. And they use it to say, you know, you, you link up with a man or a woman or whatever, and your yokes must be equal. You must be basically dealing with the same type of stuff in order to be successful. Well, I will actually Go further with that and say you and your friends must be equally yoked also. It is very, very difficult to be in a relationship with your man, ladies, and guys. I mean, it it goes both ways. So it's hard to be in a relationship with your significant other and hang out with friends that that do not share your yoke, that are not on the same path as you. It's difficult. Not impossible, but it's difficult. The yoke must be equal. In your relationship with your significant other, in your relationship with your girlfriends or your guy friends or whatever, the yoke must be equal because what happens is if you are unequally yoked on a girlfriend, on a best friend type level, so not with your significant other, with your friends on the outside, on the periphery. If you're unequally yoked, if she's a bitter girlfriend or she can't keep a man or she don't want a man, whatever it is, if you're unequally yoked, she has and I don't want to say a vested interest, but she might have an interest to equal that yoke with her or him. Again, this goes for males and females. It's not impossible but if you're in a, a friendship relationship where the yoke isn't equal, the one with the significant other needs to be careful and be cognizant of that inequality, lest you are starting to neglect. So assign a sign of value to your significant other. Uh, two, Equal your yoke. And the third thing I think that leads to creating a lasting relationship in a disposable society, you must consider your significant other's feelings. Now, let me, let, me, let me preface this by saying no good relationship is unequal. The man can't have all the power and the, the woman can't have all the power and you all must be partners in this journey. You all must push and pull together. You all must be back-to-back fighting the world. Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I don't know if anybody saw that movie. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, a movie about two assassins who work for opposite uh, groups. And long story short, they end up having to put a hit out on each other and they had to kill each other. They decide they don't want to do that, so their organizations put a head out on them. They got to kill them. Okay, that's the premise. There's a scene in that movie, I think it's towards the end, where they're like held up in a sporting goods store or something. They hate each other all through the movie. The movie basically takes place during the midst of a counseling session between those two. And the movie is almost like in flashback. They hate each other all through the movie. It's a sham marriage. They don't. But at the end of this movie, when they realize it's just them two, they stand back to back and fight off the world. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Go look it up. It's actually a good movie if you've never seen it. But they stand back to back as me and you against everyone else. That's how you build strength in a relationship. When the man knows that he can fall out and be in a hospital for a month and his woman can hold down the household, that's a partner. When the woman knows that she can, I guess, fall out and the man can take care of the household, that's a partner. There's nothing that feels better to a person in a relationship to know that their significant other has their back 1,000%, 100%, 100% of the time. So I guess that's 10,000. Now think about it. 10,000%. 100%, 100% of the time. Everybody talks about keeping it 100. No, keep it 10,000 with me. If I did my math right, one and four zeros. Yep, there you go, 10,000. There's a partnership here. Now, there's a misconception, at least to me it's a misconception. Again, I'm not saying I'm 100% right all the time. I could be dead wrong with this, but there's a misconception that when you uh, get married or when you uh, commit to a person and your head to whatever the, the circumstances of your serious relationship is there's a misconception that you cease to be two people and you become one F- figuratively yeah you do become one you become uh some you, you become a, a a a a a solo entity But in reality is, you're still two separate people. You just choose to walk the same path. I do advocate I don't mind having independent lives from each other. I think it's healthy to have separate lives to a point. There's nothing wrong with you know, maintaining who you are. There's nothing wrong with being who you are. But there has to be a reasonable... I don't want to use the word limit, but for lack of a better term, I'm going to say limit to it. You need to consider your other if they are to be significant. Again, if y'all just messing around, if it's just booty calls, if it's just whatever, hey, they ain't got to be significant. You do whatever y'all do. Whatever understanding you all can come to, whatever y'all like to live, knock yourself out. But when they become significant, I believe the game changes a bit. Live your life. Be who you are. But understand, there is somebody out there who is directly impacted by every decision you make. The significance of significance. Again, this is no think like a man type lecture. This isn't no Steve Harvey type thing. You know, I find it really funny. I get it. People make mistakes. People live their life and they learn some things. But I find it funny how Steve Harvey's become a relationship expert in this world. If you look at how he's handled his business. Now, maybe where he is in his life now, he's become the elder statesman. Don't do it like I did. But I have a sneaking suspicion that he tapped into a market that wasn't being serviced and he's reaping the fruits of that labor. I'll leave it at that. I ain't mad at that man's hustle. Do your thing. I just have a hard time. It's like like Smokey the Bear, if he was a pyromaniac, I'm not going to listen to him say, don't start forest fires. That's the way I look at it. So, in closing, we live in a disposable society. Our relationships don't have to be, however. You can craft and create lasting relationships in a disposable society it's possible. Now, let me also say that does not mean stay somewhere where you are not being appreciated. There, there, there does come a time when you say, OK, I got to cut my losses and you got to do it. You do what you got to do. You know, if you go upside your head, that ain't love. Don't just sit there and say, well, I walked into it. No, you know, there comes a time where everything ain't salvageable. So don't take this as stay at all costs and salvage it all No, no, no. Everything ain't salvageable. Sometimes you got to get on down. And when you do, you just get on down and don't look back. But independently of anything that's detrimental to your health and well-being, far too often, We dispose of something without trying to make it better. We are partners in this. We need to act like it. You are partners in this. You all need to act like it. Do not fall victim to the disposable society, especially when you've invested time in someone. Again, if it's detrimental, get on down. But anything short of that, keep your better keep your bitter friends out of your relationship. Equal, e, I'm trying to think of the word. Equal your yoke. Even out your yoke. If you're with your friends and they are unequally yoked, again, I'm not saying drop them. Keep your friends. It's just going to be a little harder because you need to be cognizant of what their ulterior motives are. I think I'm going to drop a part two on this next Sunday. The significance of significant. If they are just an other, do what you do. But if you want to assign significant to that, that should, should suggest that implies a different level of understanding, a different level of interaction that have become significant. They need to know their value to you. You need to equal your yoke with your significant other and your friends. And you all need to partner up in this. You should hold me down the same way I hold you down. There should be no question. Funny, I had, back in a few lifetimes ago, I had a guy, a friend of mine. He wasn't really close, but a friend of mine. He had a lady who, let's just say, wasn't the most pleasant human being to be around. She poisoned every relationship. That he had with his friends, she got off into the you know the drug scene or whatever. But he stuck with her, and we used to clown him for that. Now, ultimately, he came to his senses and made and made his move. But what we were seeing, and I didn't get it at the time, and it may even been misguided, but what we were seeing, at least what he was was outwardly projecting was a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time with her. I got your back ten thousand a hundred percent a hundred now it, he was wrong headed in it, and ultimately he came around, but he was not going to break ranks with her at that time. He was determined to make a life with her. that's a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time that's a thousand ten thousand percent. When done, when you use those powers for good, it's an amazing thing. But you got to be careful. So, in closing, again, there will be a part two to this next week. the significance of significant. Seconds. In closing, I'm going to say, as I always do, take care of yourself because you are all you have. Peace.